The Quick Smart Comedy Show was originally broadcast on Sound Art Radio. For more programming, visit soundartradio.org. Coming up on today's show, David and James face the grim reality of months and months of homelessness, their dual employers are dissatisfied with their work performance, and the festive bells are ringing. Welcome to the wonderful world of the quick smile. Comedy show with friends and guests, stuff, things. It's the quick, smart comedy show. Let's meet your hosts, David and James. Welcome, one and all, to the Quick Smart Comedy Show on Sound Art Radio. Yes. Ho, ho, ho to you. And a ho, 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 ho to you. That's and a, five, so. And a ho, ho, hosting the show with me today. Co-ho-ho-hosting. My name's Dave. Co-ho-ho-hosting is uh, James. I'm the co-ho-ho-host. Indeed you are. A lovely festive episode. I fortunately have some bad news for you listeners. I know that sort of um, the winter blues is sort of rife this time of year. It can hit anyone. <laughs> can it anyone, James? You're not affected, are you? I hope not. <laughs> I'm never affected by anything. <laughs> well, that's good, yeah. So it's better buoyant show for the next hour. But I know it does hit some people. Uh, so if you are of that sort of persuasion, please avert your ears now for I have some bad news. Sound Art Radio is closing down. <sighs> Just take a moment to reflect on that, I'm afraid, listeners. Well, I'm sad, James. I'm sad too, that's why I went, mm. Well, indeed, that's yes. Solemn. Mm. That's why I poured slightly to compose myself. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the revenue hasn't been flowing in like they were expecting it <laughs> they to. They described it as a black hole of finance. Oh. A big report, then the report came, which was, you know, about a foot tall. Of just that's how I bad reading. Paper. I said, oh, what's that? That's probably an A4. I don't know what that means. It's probably about a centimetre, isn't it? And then a foot, and then you get, <laughs> goes all like that. What do you mean it's a centimetre and a foot? I, I measure paper by how uh, thick they are. So, <laughs> right? <laughs> this is another conversation for another time. Well, indeed, yeah. Essentially, the crux of this is... I don't, not in inches, though. It's cent- centimetre, and then I wait until it's big enough if it's a pile, and there's a foot. Anything below that, I, I it's don't Anything below that, you don't consider. <laughs> no, it's only when the pile reaches a foot that you think, oh, this is worth reading. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, so unfortunately, due to... This, this kind of banter you get <laughs> to hear anymore. I, I know what you're thinking. Oh. There'll be no more administrative banter, I'm afraid. <laughs> Uh, so what we've had to do now, you're probably wondering, well, if it's shutting down, uh, it's got no money. How are we broadcasting? I'll tell you how we're broadcasting. Uh, we're currently out in the middle of uh, a street. The building uh, where the radio station sort of was uh, has been closed down. It's been demolished or... When's it been demolished? When or has it? Uh, no, when is it being demolished? But... Uh, I think it's um, next Monday. Oh, next Monday. Whenever that is. That's going to be a bleak day. Put that mm. in your diaries. So, yeah, we're not in there, obviously. We're just out on the streets, just sort of wandering around. Just a couple of, just a couple of guys just with a couple a... of ramblers <laughs> rambling on. They say, "Who are those ramblers?" And we say, are you, are "You talking about us? Are you talking about the fact that we're rambling on the radio?" Well, indeed, yeah, we're sort of double rambling, aren't we? And I say, "You shouldn't say that anyway, because we're bloody fantastic our jobs." Well, not good enough to save the finances. I don't get of the into station. the yeah. I don't get into the whole yeah the black hole situation. Pro- probably sensible. The inches and all that. 
So you're probably wondering, well, what's the plan for the next hour? We can't just stand <laughs> in the street, um, nearly getting hit by cars. Go watch out! Oh, no. Micro drivers! Oh, it's weird that we didn't see that coming quicker. <laughs> I know. I was just staring it's at the. Uh, for being on a roundabout. Well, indeed, yeah. I said we should probably go up like a cul-de-sac or something, but you did insist that we stand here on this very busy roundabout. So you're probably wondering, what, what are we going to do for the next hour? Well, we have come up with a cunning plan, haven't we, James? We are going to commit trespass, is what we're going to do. Uh, we've found a suitable building where we feel we know for a fact that the place is unoccupied. So uh, what we figure is if we can break in there, we can set up a little sort of pirate radio station and we'll keep the sound up yeah, to well, ship alive. We figured, I mean, they, I don't know how many other options they've uh, thought about taking to you know keep this the station afloat mm. uh, we weren't consulted but we thought well you know they've done a lot for us they let us in once a month for an hour what can we do for them i mean we were homeless for a while still kind of homeless and they wouldn't let us stay in there despite our pleas i shed a tear or two i'm, I'm, yeah, I'm man yeah. enough to admit that so I thought, should we should we help them? And I said, yeah, it's, it, it's the time of year. It's the kind of guys we are as well, isn't it, James? Nice chaps. And as you say, yeah, Christmas time. And so. if they owe us one, great. <laughs> we can cash that in. Fine. So be it. <laughs> so uh, you're probably wondering, where are we going to uh, essentially break into? And uh, tell them, James, reveal the, uh, the location for which we are stood. It is the... Um... Do you remember where we are? No. Uh, right, okay. Where were we doing? Well, you told us to stand on this roundabout. Yeah, what, what were we doing? We were about to break into the B&B that we used to work in. That abandoned B&B, That yeah. abandoned B&B. We know for a fact it's empty. Uh, we weren't allowed to live there. Uh, the bailiffs kicked us out, unfortunately. Um, after that mighty tussle we had with them, James. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, they chucked me down the stairs. <laughs> they were very rough and tumble kind of guys. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't, you know, because they might be listening to this. They didn't chuck me down. I did chuck myself down the stairs and now to get some sort of claim. Oh, uh, okay. If you, I don't know if you remember that, you know. Um, no, was, I think... pretty much like a pratfall, but down some stairs, you know, I hit all the banisters on the oh, way really? down. Yeah. Did you get any uh, any comp, yeah, as they nothing. say? Did you not? But I left it up to you to claim, if you remember. I, you oh, know. is that what the forms were for? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You I, know that foot, <laughs> forms they gave you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I just sort of used that for, for firewood. You know, because we were homeless, so it was pretty cold, so I thought just... You mean I could have used that to claim money and we could actually yeah, get some proper? Yeah, that was the, uh, the ace oh. in the hole that I had. Like, remember I said, make sure you don't lose anything. Burn your clothes first. Make sure we don't lose this because it's our get our GR free card. Maybe I shouldn't have burnt it then. Also then I wouldn't have got really sort of poisoned by all the ink, <laughs> or the burning ink on the paper. Yeah, well I um I laminated it. Oh, okay, so that's it was what it like, was. Yeah. And, you know. It's just like burning plastic I inhaled all night. Mm. What you shouldn't do if, uh, this is one of the lessons we learned, mm. is you shouldn't get a bin and burn stuff in the bin, but then just lean over it with like a towel <laughs> on your head. <laughs> just inhaling. Yeah. I thought it'd keep me warmer, to be honest. Yeah, and what? use Vaseline to really open up the... Uh... <laughs> really open up the pores and the, yeah, and the airways. Yeah, and then use the leftovers as a soup. That's the one, if, 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 that's the one lesson we learned, you know. That's, yeah, the last few months, the and one lesson I've Oh, absolutely, yeah. If there's uh, if there's blame, claim for the pain is yeah. Is if it's the blame saying. game, you're playing. If you're playing the blame game, claim. Yeah, don't yeah. don't burn it, but towel on your head and use it as a soup. <laughs> That's what I always say. Uh, but anyway, back to the matter in hand, James. <laughs> it's a festive show. We got I don't know what's coming up, but it's gonna be festive. There's gonna be I'm gonna wear a hat. You can't see it, but I'm wearing one. Yeah, it's a very nice hat. Was that some sort mm. of elfish hat? No, it's just a red sock that I found. Okay, now I thought yeah. it looked a bit stretched. Where'd, yeah, you, yeah. where'd you get that from? Uh, your foot. Ah, oh, I thought my totes were a little bit cold. Yeah, so Merry Christmas. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm not going to ask for for Christmas. Yeah, so we just got to now figure out basically how we get in the B&B. &B. Um, it's 
It looks quite heavily boarded up. Yeah, so uh, well, we plan to you know broadcast the the, uh, the whole radio station from the B&B from now on. Mm. We presume it's going to be rent-free, so that's not going to be a problem. We're not going to lose any money because no. there's no one there. I mean, it's derelict. Absolutely. I mean, there may be some st- sort of structural problems, but, I mean, it's better than nothing. Better and, to have a roof uh, over your head. You know, we'll just build up the business from the ground floor. Absolutely. Literally from the ground floor. Is that where we're going to go? Ground yeah, floor Yeah, and then first? when they de-quarantine the top half, we'll... Quarantine? What's wrong with it? Oh, well, what is right with it? I don't know. I, mean, yeah. I don't know what's wrong or right with it. Mm. Exactly, that's what they said. Did they not investigate further? <laughs> no, no, Just no. Well, we, <laughs> what happened was, you know, the whole stair incident, we, I got oh, okay, going yeah. up the stairs, and they say, what is right with this building? What's wrong with this building? I've got some forms to fill out. And oh. I said, I'm suing you. You were saying, I can't wait to have some soup later. Oh, yeah, good way. Um, that was before I realised that Vaseline didn't make a good soup. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And or they said you can take one thing with you. You're going to take the last paycheck or there's Vaseline. And you went, nope. So I just swiped the Vaseline yeah. from there, didn't I? That was foolish. I could have burnt that check, couldn't I, yeah, to keep yeah. warm? Absolutely. So, yeah, we'll stay on the ground floor. Also, another good thing is there's no uh, danger of the owner of the premises coming back. Because that was a man, our former employer, named Dennis, who... Yeah. Um, it's a sad story, really, isn't it? Yeah. He uh, He's missing, presumed dead. I think most people think he's dead. I think so, yeah. He's been gone, what, it's a few months now, hasn't a it? A good few months, yeah. Um, even a strapping uh, strapping man like him, uh, he, I know he can handle himself, can't he? Sure, sure. But I think, you know, he's been gone too long now, so, um, yeah, I think we can basically steal his B&B. Well, that's the plan, anyway. Well, that's the plan. We're going to head over there, set up this equipment that we've got with us, and, uh, you know, pirate radio. Oi, shut up that racket out there. Can't you see I'm trying to sleep? It's two o'clock in the afternoon. Any decent folks should be asleep at this time. Oh, who's that? Who's that up there? Is that is that a human up there? Yeah, I don't think anyone's really supposed to be in this building. I think it's quarantined, so you might want to get down. What are you doing? Sleeping, you burk. It's me, Dennis. I'm back from the holidays. Holidays? We, 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 we thought you were dead. What are you talking about holidays? We went to your funeral, I think. Did we go to... We went to a funeral. No, that was an insurance scam. Well, a bit hurt, Dennis, that uh, for the last few months we have been mourning you. Cut a long story short, I was just trying to claim my life insurance. But I'm back now, and they haven't found out, so I'm minted. Well, this is a double whammy, isn't it, Dennis? Get, get my boss back, and uh, he's got a bit of money in his pocket again. So what are you going to do? Um, probably open up the B&B again and uh, give me and James our jobs back? No, I've got enough to actually pay someone. What makes you think I'm going to hire you two back? Our, our hard work, our, our blood, sweat, tears mean nothing to me. Now go away. Dennis, we were going to start up the radio station in the B&B. Set up a radio station in my B&B? You must be having a giraffe. Remember that station we didn't tell you about because we we, we figured you would try and monopolise it. Oh Dennis. yeah, yeah. Remember, remember that station we didn't tell you about because we were too worried that there was some sort of contractual confliction between working for you and the radio station? Yeah, that radio station we didn't tell you about, that is going under, unfortunately. Due to, you know, low low investment and what have you and low listenership and low quality DJs. But we were going to set it up in the B&B in the hope that um, it would just be cheap. We had to drag all this expensive equipment up from the station. Expensive equipment, you say? Hmm. Uh, all right. I'll um put, put all the expensive equipment in my slot bucket, which I'll just winch down to you. What's a slot bucket? Sorry, I, I don't... I, that's not a term I'm familiar with. Me too. And I haven't known about it either. Just to back you up there, James. Just in case just, you... Just to, to check what I said, credentially. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I've not heard of the slot bucket either. That's two. Dennis, have you heard of it? Well, yeah, you've probably heard of He's it. Probably, he did say it. Yeah. So. so that's two to one against the slop. Uh, Dennis, clarify. 
Well, it's a bucket. What I put slop in? Is it? Is it going to fit? I mean, it looks like a little tin can. We have got a mixing desk and various little wires I and mean, things. I mean, it's quite big equipment, Dennis. I'm not even sure how we got it here, if I'm honest. Yeah, uh, so I don't think it's going to fit, Dennis. Um, we can give it a go. Oh, Dennis. What is that? That's disgusting. What is in here? Can't, can't you clean it out? Give it a swab out if you like first. Now pop it in the slot bucket and I'll winch it back up. Winch it up. Yeah, what? Yeah. Yeah. You got it? Careful, Dennis. It's only balanced on top of the little tin can, so careful. Right, I, I guess now you got just to lower it so we, we can get in. We're ready and trusting, Dennis. That ready. How are we, how we going to get in it? Oh, sorry, just... why are we getting in it as well? I don't want to get in the slot. Well, it's just the, the stairs are still covered with rubble. Uh, the quarantine as well, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Dennis, if you just winch us up, we'll sign our contracts, uh, we'll sign on the dotted line, and uh, yeah, away we go. Business as usual, James. I can't wait to uh, be back on the radio. Oh, I was more thinking I can't wait to make the guests' beds again, but yeah, radio as well, so two in one, good. Uh, yeah, Dennis. Here we know. come, dreams. <laughs> oh, look at these lovely, lovely, oh, refreshing lights. Brilliant. Dennis, we're really interesting. Dennis, Dennis. Uh, ooh, uh, just wait there. I'll just shut the window and ignore you. Dennis? Dennis, we're at your beck and call. Dennis? Dennis? It's quite cold out. Dennis, I use most of my clothes to clean up the slot bucket. Have you got, have you got a blanket or anything? I think it's starting to snow. Heavily. Dennis, I'm cold. Dennis? Dennis? I can hear wolves. And Dave's wearing that meat-flavoured deodorant. Drives animals wild, it does. Dennis? Dennis? Oh. We're gonna get a taxi. Quick smart camera show. Oh, what a lovely assortment of radio paraphernalia. Look at it all flashing and blinking. It looks so expensive. I can sell it all. Look at all its lovely flashy lights. Oh, keeping going. It's probably working right now. Working its radio magic, making me money. Bringing in revenue from all the eagle eyed listeners out there listening to all the goings on on the radio that I am doing. Money, 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 money. Dear God, can I have some more money, please? You can put it through the letterbox if you like. If there's too much to fit in an envelope, there's always the slot bucket. Or drop it down the chimney. I don't mind. Now, for my lovely afternoon snack of assorted cheeses. The smellier, the better. I'll keep this one in a sock. A very used sock. Not in the fridge, either. I'll keep them on top of the... Immersion heater. Oh, oh, lovely cheese. Oh, wash it down with some nice milk. Three-day-old milk. The best milk. I do like my dairy products. Maybe I'll have a, a scoop of clotted cream in my milk. Just to give it that nice thick texture. If ever I were to die, I imagine it would be by either one of two ways. Either at the hands of a prize fighter or dairy implosion. Probably the latter. From all the dairy. I do like dairy. Oh, butcher's hook. Apples and pears. Oh, money, money, money. Dennis. Dennis. 
Shut up, dreams. Dennis. Whoa. What's that? In, what's that over there? It looks, it looks like a bad lobster in a dark cellar. What do you want, lobster? Why are you in my dark cellar? You look all mouldy, with mildew and a wig. It's just my hair, Dennis. It's just my lopsided hair. Jesus Christ! It's a bloody ghost. It is I, Donald Trump. Donald Trump, my business guru and idol. Why are you in spirit form in my bedroom, shackled in chains with your wig all a flop? This is not a wig, Dennis. This is my real hair. It's not that real anymore. It's spiritual now, isn't it? Ethereal, one might say. Anyway, what are you doing in my bedroom? I've come to give you some advice, Dennis. I hand out financial advice usually, but now I'm going to hand out some spiritual advice. Bugger me. Greed is not good, Dennis. Greed is not good. But greed is one of my favourite virtues. I'm greedy with me cheese, greedy with me money. Well, don't be. I like it so much, Trumpy. It's my favourite. If you're greedy, Dennis, you'll have to be like me and resort to splitting your soul into seven horcruxes. The only one left is my hair. My real hair. The others were all destroyed by my enemies, Dennis. Those I'd crossed with my... Insatiable greed, but they didn't destroy my hair, and so I'm doomed to wander the earth eternally in these shackles. Bugger me sideways. Is that what you want, Dennis? To be buggered sideways, no thank you. No spirit, I don't want to be in shackles, but I love being greedy so much. What do I do? Dennis, this afternoon you will be visited by three spirits. Heed their advice and what they show you, Dennis. Dennis, stop staring at my hair and listen to what I'm saying. But I hate listening to people and taking it and and putting it to practice and generally learning in a constructive way. Well, you must, Dennis, unless you want to end up like me. I do want to end up like you, a successful business tycoon. True, I have had many successes through my life. I've built up a multi-billion dollar business. I have my own building with my name ablazoned across the side. I own my own golf course, my own putter, my own nine iron. I've written my autobiography, my memoirs, entitled Trumpet. Sure, I have all these things, but am I really happy, Dennis? I was. I want all those things just like you, Trumpy. How do I get them? Is it with greed? I do like a bit of greed. No, Dennis! You must heed my words. Greed is bad. Greed is bad. Greed is bad. Greed is bad. Greed is that was a bit strange. Oh well, back to sleep for Dennis. To dream of Cindy Lauper. Circa 1982. Because girls just want to have fun with Dennis. Ah, greed. <laughs> Mm, apples and pears. <coughs> excuse me, excuse me, sir. You sleeping there. Hello, excuse me, I'm the ghost of Christmas Pass. I come here. My name is Rusty Crude. What's God? Jesus, a ghost! Another one! I'm one of three ghosts you're gonna see tonight. I'm gonna show you the the area of your ways and the path. Rusty Crude's my childhood wrestling idol. Why have you come, ghost of Rusty Crude's? Why are you here? I've been sent here to teach you a lesson about 
Uh, what does it say here? We got, uh, greed. You're too greedy. It's Christmas time, and yet you're greedy like a fat pig. I know you had some hot times, but I'm coming here to take you back in time to 1969 when you were just a wee nipper, still lemonade on the thick corner before greed encompassed your whole being. I'm so excited to see my childhood, Rusty Crudes, and to go there with you. You're right, I'm going to take you through a magical journey through time and space, back to when you were a wee little snip. Brilliant. Whoa! I'm so looking forward to setting up a lemonade stand from which I shall sell lemonade for sixpence a glass. Hello, Dennis. Hello, childhood friend. Hello, how are you? Yes, I'm very well, thank you very much. Would you like to buy some lemonade? I would love lemonade, please. Oh, good. How much is it? It's sixpence. Here is sixpence. Thank you very much, childhood friend. Look with me for a second. Look what I'm looking. I'm seeing you... Doing something with lemonade, it looks like you're having a good time. There's no money, there's no greed there. I remember when we sold lemonade. I used to sell it for sixpence a glass. What a foolish young businessman I was. Hello, Dennis. Hello, Josie. Would you like to come and play catch with me and my friends? I'd love to, thank you very much for the invitation. But I am running my lemonade store for the community at the moment. Being not a great businessman, but a brilliant friend. There's the reason I've been sent here to show you the area of your ways. And I too was once encompassed with greed and, and self-promotion and all that nasty stuff. I see the errors of my ways and I'm glad I've changed them. Now I'm a cruel and hardened businessman with an eye on greed and money. No, I, I don't, you're not getting the point of this at all. You gotta come back, you gotta see all the little kids having such a good time. You gotta think, ah, oh, greed is bad. But with my greed, I have everything I want in the world. But just look at that little girl coming up to you now, asking if you want to play football or baseball or whatever the hell she's talking about. Oh, I suppose no one has asked me if I want to play football or, or baseball in a while. Where have all your friends gone now? Whatever happened to them? They all stopped calling for me. Do you ever think maybe it's because you're so bitter, you're so greedy, all the money you try to grab from everyone's hands? It was after I started the B&B, yes. Oh, hello there, Dennis. Hello, old lady. How are you today? Oh, I am splendid, thank you. Oh, what a lovely array of drinks you've got here, Dennis. You're doing your mother proud? Yes, I like to think so. Oh, how much are they? Sixpence a glass. Oh, I'll have two glasses, love. You're a greedy old lady. Here you are. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, no, I've left me purse at home. Don't worry about it. You can just... If you see me at their shops, or... Well, I'm not too bothered, really. I'm sure you'll help me out sometime. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you very much. You're more than welcome. Frankly, Spirit, I disagree. I don't agree with what I did when I was nine. I was once like you. I used to treasure money more than anything else, and it got me nothing but harm and grief. I'm trying to show you everything your ways. Hello. Hello. Can I have some lemonade? Of course you can. It's sixpence. Sixpence? Okay. Good. If, if you're a bit short, you can... Don't worry if it's a bit much, just have a glass. No, I've got sixpence. Okay then, sixpence please. There you go. Thank you very much. Thanks. One day, I want to own that B&B across the street and I'll run it and all my friends can come and stay at the B&B for reduced prices because they're mates rates. Well, maybe you don't like what i got to show you, maybe you don't like old Rusty Cruz, but I'll tell you something, when you were a kid, I was your favourite pro wrestler, remember that? Take me home now, I've had enough of this. Okay, if you're not going to show the errors of your ways, I'd better take you back so the next spirit can show you exactly what you've done wrong. Get on my back. Very well, spirit.
Quick Smart Comedy Show. How thankful I am to be back in my bedroom after that visitation from the first spirit. I hope the other two just don't bother turning up. I could really do with a good night's sleep right now. Money, 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 money. Bloody David. Oi, get up. What are you doing? Get up. Get out of bed. Oh, crikey, another spirit. Hurry up. Come on. Oh, where are we going, spirit? Are we going to be whisked away in time and space to a different place where I can revisit my past or future and see magical, strange things? No, we're just going around the corner. In time? No, no, we're just popping around the corner. Just going, like going around. The, can you get, get out of bed though? Because we we've got to go. We've got oh, so to... hop on your back, spirit. Here we no, go. Ah! Off through space. We're not we're not travelling through mystical this, means though. I mean, this is just awkward, isn't it? Get off my get off my. We're gonna walk. Okay. With, oh. What do you think? I mean. Well, the, you... lo- the last spirit. We went called oh, Portal. Oh, the last spirit. The last spirit. I always get to hear this. The last spirit. Oh, they took me back in time. They take me forward in time. Who cares? Okay? We need to go and look at the present. Some of us have mediocre jobs that we don't like. And we just have to go and look around people's boring lives at present. And we don't get to do anything interesting. Okay? Is that okay with you? We're just going to go around the corner now. We're going to walk around the corner. Can I bring a packet of crisps? Can you bring a packet of crisps? No, you can't bring a packet of crisps. Well, what what flavour are they? Spring onion. Spring spring onion crisps. Have you got have you got two packets? There you are. You, that, that, well, thank you, but we we really must be going because I've got other appointments. Okay, let's go, Spirit. Want to stop at the chippy on the way back? I haven't got time. Is it good? What kind? Have they got battered sausages? Pork pie. So they don't have battered sausages. Well, I don't know. If they don't have battered sausages, I don't have time. Very well, Spirit. It's Gertie! Hello, one and all, it's me, of course, Station Manager Olaf. This called a general staff meeting. You may or may not heard the fact that the station is, of course, unfortunately going under. Financially, it's become unsustainable. Right, here we are, outside Sound Art Radio. Why don't you go and look out in the window or something? But that's just David and James. They're not doing anything interesting at all. They're just sat around talking. I don't care what they're doing, just watch them. Of course, unfortunately, uh, young David and young James here did promise some sort of uh, wonderful reason why the station wouldn't go under, of course, but uh, it didn't, didn't work out and the station yes, will be closing on Christmas Eve. At 11.59. And of course, all the, the station-owned reindeer that we have will be shot. And of course, young, young David and James plan to uh, steer us in a new free direction, free rent and whatnot. Of course, backfired, we lost all our equipment. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Well, it's definitely not here. But Spirit, they're having such a miserable time. And, and it's all because of me. Yep, that's great. Have your personal revelations quieter. Of course, now I will just open the floor to comments, protests, 
Uh, thong? Uh, well, sorry, Olaf, to be fair, um, I don't think we should have all the blame. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think we should have all the blame, because yes, we got the equipment stolen, we didn't put up that yes, much of a Yes, we fight. got the equipment stolen, we didn't put up much of a fight. Yes, I agree, that happened. <laughs> Thank you, James. I gave it over willingly. <laughs> no, I'm sure uh, you look- Nobody knew we had the equipment when we gave it out, uh, we didn't try to get it back. <laughs> True. Um, yeah, so we may have got the equipment <laughs> stolen, and uh, we may have not put up much of a fight to get it back, but- I don't think that the financial black hole, personally, should be down to us. Sure, we didn't pull in any listeners, and so we didn't bring in any advertising revenue. Sure. Of no one's d- disagreeing with that. <laughs> no one's disagreeing <laughs> with that. We didn't have a single listener. And sure, we stole a bit of the lead off the roof to sell on the black market. <laughs> which, sure. Which caused the leak and the, the short-circuiting of much of the equipment. Okay, we squatted in here at your house too. You may not have known about it, but I'm coming clean now. A one way or another, we were, we were living in one of your gardens. Sure, it all happened, but I don't think that the hole in the account... Well, say it, Dave, say it. It shouldn't be down to us. There you go, pipe bomb. The blame should be levelled with the bookkeeper and local record company owner, Dumblebee Dimblebee. What were you doing, Dumblebee, to get the accounts in that much of a state? Well, okay, I'll hold my hands up and say, maybe it wasn't best business practice to just say to everyone in the area, give me your records. I had too many records. I said to Joel, you can make a tea. Now, what's that got to do with records? I don't know. And I said to him, this ain't no family matter. This is a business. I got 15 years back taxes. I got to do it for a local radio station. Are you not looking? You've got to look in that window. I don't have time for this. It's Christmas, you know. That's our busiest time of year. I've got five more people to see after you. You mean this isn't just special just for me? No, this isn't just special for you. This is my job. I've got five more people to see after you. I would like to interject for one second if I may. Tell them, Jonesy. Tell them like it is. I'm out to believe, Bo, that Jonesy and the Bo are no longer relevant. Jonesy, I don't think that sex, drink and misogyny will ever be irrelevant, my son. Why don't we all just pop down a boozer? We can all, all have a couple of free pints and we'll all sort it out like that. This is enough to sway me, Spirit. Although you have your your powers. Hey, hey, hey. I don't I don't need to hear about this, okay? I see hundreds of people come through here. I don't care. This has upset me, Spirit. Stop calling me Spirit. My name is Gertie. You're Gertie. A... Sorry. Gertie. Gertie the Spirit? Just Gertie. Very well, Gertie. Right, we just need to fill out this paperwork now and this is almost over. Uh, so you've been visited by the ghost of Christmas past already, haven't you? Yes. Right, was that experience pleasant for you? I got to take a magical ride back into the past. Oh, a magical ride, that sounds great. Uh, are you satisfied with your magical ride back into the past? It was very good, yes. Although the spirit did have some sort of gobbledygook about changing my ways, which I didn't agree with very much. But I now certainly see what is point with how miserable everyone I know is now in the present. Right, so um, if we can talk about your personal revelation now, would you say on a scale of 1 to 10, how how, how differently are you feeling about things? 10 being the most persuaded? Yep, 10 being the most persuaded. Maybe a 6. A 6? Really? A 6? Are you sure? I mean, I I feel like this is quite, um, it's, you know, it's quite persuasive. Those people look sad. In that, I mean, I don't care. I, I don't care at all. But those those people, they look like they're not having a nice time. Do you? Doesn't that make you feel anything? I mean, you don't feel warm and fuzzy, do you? It's not. 
just um, I'm just saying like a seven or maybe an eight. I mean, uh, I've got a quota to hit. And no nine... spirit. I feel a six is the most appropriate right. measurement of my revelation. Well, I mean, you're, you're saying six, but really, I'm hearing a nine from you. I've really, I've got to hit this nine. So, um, thanks, thanks for saying that. That would that was a that was a nine. You've been a great. Can we go back now, spirit? Yeah, we can. Visitation has upset me greatly. Good. I'll I'll add that in the comments section on the on the bottom of the form. Quick smart camera show. No spirit, I've seen I've seen too much spirit. I no no more. I don't want to go with you into the future. I've had enough. I don't want to see what will happen. I've been I've been upset enough today. Thank you very much, Spirit. Goodbye now. Oh, we're in the future anyway. Where are we, Spirit? The world has changed in many ways. There are fighting robots uh, that look like skeleton people. And why are we in a graveyard? I've never gone to one of these graveyards before. I can't see my own grave, that'd be impossible. But there it is, before my eyes. My own grave. Why, Spirit, why have you brought me to see my own grave? What's this written on it in superscript? It's the future, it's electronic now. Gravestones are electronic. Left to die by his former employees, David and James. Why would they leave me to die? Surely they respect and admire me as their elder and Probably fashion idol, I can only imagine. It can't have been because of my extreme greed, can it? But that was my most resounding feature, the greed. That was the best part of me, all bundled up into one greedy little ball of greed. Why, spirit, why? Look, there's David. He's fighting the machines with a big gun and a big scar on his face. I wonder how he got that. But where's James? I can't see him, only David fighting heroically at the front of what I can only assume is the human resistance. He's having a conversation with someone else. I bet that's being recorded as well. Why am I such an efficient killing machine? I'll tell you why. Every time one of these machines approaches me, I imagine that it's that horrible, greedy landlord Dennis, that he's wearing his disgusting stained string vest again, and he's throwing me and James out on the street. Who's James, you ask? Well, he was my best friend, and Dennis got him killed. If he hadn't thrown us out onto the street that day, we wouldn't have had that fight with the taxi driver that we hired to get us back to the radio station, because we didn't have any money, because Dennis had never paid us for the work we'd done. So we had to walk all the way to Tottenham, and of course we walked through the abandoned forest and James got bitten by a rabid dog so he started turning green and fell to the floor so I had to carry him on my back all the way to Torquay and of course I remembered that the radio station was in Totnes and I'd walked to the wrong town but James was getting iller and iller and iller so I had to take him to Torbay Hospital and then we got in there and then there were no nurses because of Cameron's budget cuts and then I was just lying outside of the hospital with James 
frothing at the mouth on the floor. And then from the sky, some sort of robot just landed in front of us and exploded. And then this, this showered James in some sort of electronic mist. And then he got up and he was sort of okay. But then he tried to reprogram the robot and it just, the robot went crazy and just started spawning new robots. And then one of the robots picked James up and just split him in two with its really strong tentacles. And then from that day forth, I vowed to avenge the death of my sawn-in half-friend. I never realised that was how James got rabies, and that it was a direct result of my actions. Because I was so greedy, they couldn't afford that little taxi fare. I'm not sure how little that would have been, that's quite a far, probably about £10. That's quite a lot for a taxi, they should have got the train. Even so, my greed was their undoing and it's all my fault. This has been most distressing, spirit. I don't want to see any more. Take me home and I shall change my ways. Honest. Whoa! Time travel! I'm back in my bedroom at last. Spirit's gone. That's nice. He was a bit creepy the last one. The Grim Reaper. Big hooded fella. About seven foot tall. Big hands. I shall amend my ways and be less greedy. And hopefully James won't die. Yet. I mean, at some point he's going to die. No amount of ungreed is going to change that. But maybe if he doesn't die so soon or in such a horrific manner, that would be better. What a strange night that was. I hope that the future does not come true. I shall get up this very moment and walk to my window, draw the curtains and say, You boy, go to the shop and buy the most reasonably priced microphone you can find. I'm going to start a radio station. On your way, boy, here's a panned. I feel my heart is filled with joy, as opposed to cholesterol or lard. I shall change my ways from this day forth, and be a good and kind person. I shall re-employ both David and James, and they can work at the B&B, whilst they run the radio show on the side. When David and James come back to work here, I might even pay them minimum wage, or close to it at any rate. They'd probably accept child's minimum wage. That'll do them. And look, there they are. David, James, quick, come, you can come, you can come and come work back at the B&B. I want you back. You can set up the radio station. I don't think so, Dennis. We're not that stupid, you know. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on my partner here. Fool me three times, shame on both of us. Fool me four times, okay, well, that's understandable. Fifth time, no. No dice, Dennis, not this time. We are not falling for it. There's no funding for the station, so... The station doesn't exist anymore, Dennis. There's no money. We've got no show. Yes, you have. I'll fund it. But, Dennis, surely all the equipment's been soiled by your lardy hands. The equipment looks fine. I'll put it back in the slot bucket and winch it back down to you. I have turned over a new leaf, boys. This is the beginning of a new leaf that I have turned over. For I am Dennis, Turner of Leaves. But why would you do that, Dennis? I heard a strange visitation in the night from three spirits and another spirit who isn't really included in the three spirits, but he was a spirit as well. Like a bad lobster in a dark cellar he was. Sort of like a spirit. A sort of bodiless man. A, 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 a waif of a man. At the end of the day, I've realised that I should be less greedy. I'm more giving. Where's that kid gone with my pound? 
Good King Wenslow and Sin. Are you are you saying what I think you're saying, Dennis? We've got our jobs back. Are you saying on this day, Christmas Day? It's the fourteenth, James. It's not Christmas for a couple of weeks. Oh, I haven't got a calendar anymore. I'm gonna buy a calendar. Watch out! I'm gonna buy a calendar. We've got wages now, James. We can buy a calendar. We've got our, we've got the, the station back. We've got the B and B back. Can you believe it? I can't. I, I can't believe it, James. I don't think the guys at the station are gonna believe it either. You got a phone? I got to I got to shout from the hills. We've got to run, James. Let's run. Let's tell them. Let's skip. go there. I'll skip. <laughs> No need, James. Look, they're coming over the hill. I'm gonna skip. Down Merry the road. Christmas, Olaf. Merry Christmas. This way. Merry Christmas to one and all. And with this wonderful donation, the station will live on for many years. It's a Christmas miracle. Why? Ho 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 Quick Smart Comedy Show, devised and performed by David and James, with Dan Davis and Bethan Highgate Betts. Theme song by Karosh Oliver Floyd. For more information and content, visit soundcloud.com/quicksmart and follow us on Twitter at QuickSmartShow. Smart Show.